Good morning. It is Monday, 5-8-23. Today I wanted to read something from a book that I'm going through. It's called Beheld a Pale Horse by William Cooper. And it's perfectly okay to think William Cooper was a crazy man. And perhaps he was. However, one thing that we should have learned by now, if we haven't, is everything that we've been told that's crazy ends up being true. So I'm not going to discredit him or discount his story simply because there are people out there that want to make fun of him. I'm, I'm at least going to read it because some of what he says may actually be true and, and lend some uh explanation to some of the things that we think are happening that we're just not sure. So in the beginning of this book, and it's a, it's a pretty interesting read, but um, in the beginning of the book, it talks about a, a, a document that was found um, through the Illuminati. Um, and it says the Illuminati's declaration of war upon the American people. Um, so he claims that he read some of this stuff, uh, top secret documents, um, which explains what they call the weapons for quiet wars. Um, and he connects this stuff to the Bilderberg group and, and, you know, some others, but I'm not going to get into the conspiratorial side of this because, Obviously, these people are very good at hiding what they're up to and what they're doing. Um, I just want to read a couple paragraphs from this, and then I want to talk about a few things. So this is in the energy section of this uh, document, and it says, Consequently, in the interest of future world order, peace, and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a quiet war against the American public with an ultimate objective of permanently shifting the natural and social energy, the wealth, of the undisciplined and irresponsible, many, into the hands of the self-disciplined, responsible, and worthy few. In order to implement this objective, it was necessary to create, secure, and apply new weapons, which, as it turned out, were a class of weapons so subtle and sophisticated in their principle of operation and public appearance as to earn themselves the name silent weapons. In conclusion, the objective of economic research as conducted by the magnets of capital, banking, and the industries of commodities, goods, and services is the establishment of an economy which is totally predictable and maintainable. In order to achieve a totally predictable economy, the low-class elements of the society must be brought under control, under total control, i.e., must be housebroken, trained, and assigned to yoke and long-term social duties from a very early age before they have an opportunity to question the, propri the propriety of the matter. In order to achieve such conformity, the lower class family unit must be disintegrated by a process of increasing preoccupation of the parents and the establishment of government-operated daycare centers for the occupationally orphaned children. 
The quality of education given to the lower class must be on the poorest sort so that the moat of ignorance isolating the inferior class from the superior class is and remains incomprehensible to the inferior class. With such an initial handicap, even bright lower-class individuals have little, if any, hope of extricating themselves from their assigned lot in life. This form of slavery is essential to maintaining some measure of social order, peace, and tranquility for the upper ruling or the ruling upper class. Now, that's the that's as much of that as I'm going to to read, but. And again, William Cooper is, you know, one of those conspiracy theorists like Alex Jones that everybody wants to make fun of all the time, but they always want to change the subject when you start asking how they knew all of the things that they knew way before it happened. Um, So we'll just let that lay where it is and, and talk about something else. Now, it should be obvious to everyone involved that our education system has been hijacked. We don't get educated on anything of any value. And most of the things that happen in life have been happening for most of our lives. You know, income tax is a good example. Something that none of us have really understood, but we were educated in school as to how you pay, how you fill out your income tax and how you get a social security number and and all of these things. That was something that I distinctly remember in high school back in the eighties. So the arguing the validity of this document while, you know, perfectly okay to do, one can't step back and say that, you know, there's no evidence to support that it's right or wrong. Um, obviously the evidence is, is completely on our side in the sense that we don't get the same education as the elite. Now, in the book, it goes on, and I've, I've read other books that have said similar things that, you know, one of the reasons that the elites think that it's okay to abuse us or it's okay to kill us or it's okay to send us off to a war that they created to kill each other is that they look at us as the, in the sense that if we're not smart enough and intelligent enough to see what they're doing and to do something about it, then we deserve whatever it is that we get. There's, there's, they have no quarrel, no quarrels about, you know, sending us off to die or even killing us directly because to them, we are nothing more than cattle. And the only reason that we exist is to create the world that they want to have in order for them to live, you know, lavish lifestyles and, you know, do anything and everything that they want to do and keep us under their thumb in, in a state of complete ignorance. Now, while it's true that the majority of us are quite ignorant, it it is not fair to say that we're cattle when we were, when the environment that got created for us to grow up in was secretly uh, put down and, and, you know, designed to keep us stupid. So is it our fault that we're dumb or that we're ignorant in, in matters of, of running the world when all of that information has been held secret from us and, and we really don't have any way to understand what it is that they're doing. 
all of this stuff is all, you know, valid and, you know, good conversations to have. But at the end of the day, it, it really doesn't change anything. The fact is, is that the slaves outnumber the masters millions, I would say billions to one. So there aren't very many of these people that are actually running the world, that are doing all of these things, that are holding all of the information secret. So you have to, you have to step back first and ask who's doing it. Like, why are they doing this? And how are they doing this? And, you know, you get into Freemasons, the Illuminati, the, you know, the Bilderberg Group, all of these different organizations that, that may or may not all be controlled by the same people. And you, you kind of start seeing the, the, the ability of them to get us to actually fight ourselves, to, to get us to actually work against ourselves. And one of the aspects that they do is they, they learned a long time ago that being part of a group, being part of a secret society is something that humans all want to do. They, all of us would like to have information that none of the rest of the people have. And so by them designing these groups <clears throat> in order to make us feel like we're part of something, even though in reality we're all being used by that thing, it enables them to get inside information as to what it is we're doing, how we're thinking, how the how their game is is playing out. And so they allow some people to get a little bit of information that they want to share to see what what can be done with it. And again, none of this stuff is all that surprising. Like it, it's not that I am a conspiracy theorist or that I believe William Cooper or that I, you know, put a whole lot of validity in all of the different things that he had to say. But you can't argue with the fact that you would like to be, you would like to have information that was secret, something that would give you more power over other people and, and allow you a secret handshake that, you know, allowed you to be able to share, you know, a, a wink and a nod with the judge to get you off of a ticket or, you know, to get you out of trouble or to allow you to do things that other people can't do. Um, you know, there's, there's aspects of that all over society. And so, it's kind of normal that we would gravitate toward that type of an environment. And by doing that, we are participating in our own demise. Now I, I get this story from almost everybody that I have a conversation with. And, and this, and it goes something like this It's like, well, Glenn, I understand what you're saying. And I, and I appreciate, you know, the fact that it's probably all true. But you're never going to be able to stop it because the vast majority of the people don't, you know, they, they don't, they're never going to do anything about it. They're just going to sit and do the things that they've been doing and, and they're never going to do anything different. I, to those people and to you, if that's what you're thinking, I want to kind of point something out. One is that. In, in human nature, 80 to 85% of the people on this planet are absolute sheep. And we'll just go with 
80% of the people are absolute sheep. They literally are going to do what they're told. They are never going to question anything. And they are never, ever, ever going to step up front to be able to, you know, enact any kind of a change. They do what they're told. And as a result, they are not going to uh, get involved in anything that we're doing. And so it's kind of, it's one of those things where, you can just not talk to anybody, not share any information at all with anybody and end up reaching no one. <clears throat> and even if you agree with the stuff that I'm saying, and even if you know more than what I'm saying, if you never actually do anything with it, then it's not actually going to be successful. You're not actually going to accomplish anything. You're, you're literally going to enable the the slave masters to to accomplish their goals so we can't worry about who we're talking to or whether or not they're going to get active or not because we already know that the vast majority of the people that we know are not ever going to do anything even if they agree with what you're saying however it is a good idea to share the knowledge with them anyway, because when things start to happen, it's good for them to have something in the back of their head that's, that tells them that there is something wrong with what's going on and maybe they need to pay attention or and maybe eventually even get involved in, in the situation. So trying to find only people that are going to do something with you or, you know, that are going to get involved is going to be a, an activity of frustration in and of itself, because there's just out of all of the hundreds of millions of people in the United States alone, it's going to be hard to find that 10 percent. But you may find that 10 percent because they're listening to what you're saying to someone else about the situation. And, and there's, you know, things that you need to, to keep in mind. One is that part of that 10% are going to be on the wrong side because you note the 80%. That means that there's 10% on the good side and 10% on the evil side. And it's always up to which one of those 10% are going to win the battle as to what the 80% are going to follow. So it's possible that you find a 10%er but he's actually fighting against you and pretending that he's on your side in order to figure out what you know or what you know f figure out ways to to put you down to keep anybody else from listening to you and and that's you know William Cooper is a good example they people made fun of him his whole life they you know they talked bad about him they you know said he was a conspiracy nut they did all kinds of stuff and eventually to, to be totally honest eventually they killed him the, the police actually shot the man and killed him so th there are aspects to what they do to to try to shut us down and try to keep us dumb but we have to recognize what they are. And in, in order to fight those things, we have to not fight them, but ignore them. We, we can't get in a gun battle with the police in order to try to win this war. That's not that's what they want us to do. They want us to fight physically in order to to, you know, take us by force. The problem is, is they're never expecting us to actually use our brains we are being conquered right now. We, we've been conquered by the intellect. 
by the people that actually think more than you do. The people that actually are, are constantly thinking of ways to manipulate us. We're not fighting back with our intellect. We're fighting back or trying to fight back with force. And that is just not going to work. It's not, it's not the way the silent war, which is what they call this, um, it's not the way the silent war began, and it's not going to be the way the silent war ends. You're going to have to find solutions to what's happening by using your intellect. Eventually, the 10% of us will find a way to get together. We will find a way to, to start talking to each other. But we have always got to be vigilant of the fact that they are going to, to put things in the media to put us down. Like, for example, the, the sovereign citizen movement is now labeled as a terrorist organization. It took four or five people in that group to start shooting at police. And now the entire group, even though 98% of what they practice and, and, and believe is 100% fact, they've labeled them as terrorists. And, and it only took a few of their members, and, and maybe those members weren't even members. Maybe they were on the 10% of the other side, and they saw that that was going to be the only way for them to, you know, to put down the movement. But it doesn't matter. The membership needs to be educated from the very beginning that these things are going to happen. You're not going to fight the intellectual battle that we've got in front of us and have everybody you know, just leave us alone. They're going to attack. They're going to do everything that they possibly can to win the battle. So we have to keep it peaceful. We have to keep it educated and we have to have educated debates. We have to have educated, you know, conversations and you're not going to have an educated conversation when you don't know the full picture of what is happening. You also are not going to win if you get focused on a single aspect of the situation because this, this situation that we find ourselves in is massive. It is something that they have been working for 50 years to accomplish, maybe even probably a couple hundred years to accomplish. And so you're not going to take all of their secret knowledge and all of their secret, you know, ways and expose them to the light of day all at once and defeat them. It's going to take time. And, and the only way that I can personally see that it's going to happen is by us finding a better way by us ignoring the system that they have set up, ignoring their fake money, ignoring their you know fake system that they've created and to create the system that we actually were supposed to have, which is the United States of America and the Constitution that limits the government from infringing on our rights as sovereigns. And to do that, we're going to have to start working locally. We can't worry about the federal elections that are happening at, at the United States corporation level because we have zero control over that company. We have zero control over what the federal government does. And thinking that voting is going to get you some kind of power when every single congressman works for the federal corporation and, and are really just nothing more than board members is, is actually quite hilarious. And so at, at some point you have to start sympathizing with their point of view. If you're exposed to the information that we have and you choose to do nothing, 
then they are right to kill you or to abuse you or to steal all your wealth or steal your property from you. They're perfectly in their right to do that because you are nothing more than a cow to them. And so if that's the position in life that you want to go through, then so be it that you have the freedom of choice to, to make that decision. If you want to continue to use a fake currency and claim that it's income so that they can steal some of it back from you, and then you're going to pay the additional taxes, and then you're going to own nothing for the rest of your life, even though they pretend that you have a, you know, a certificate of deed or, you know, a warranty deed or whatever, whatever piece of paper they want to call it, but they never actually give you ownership of your property and they keep you under their thumb with all of their rules and regulations, then that's fine. Live that life. But it's coming to an end. That that way of life is coming to an end. It has, it has used up its usefulness in society and they're ready to make the final move of slavehood where they are literally going to be in control and they have the tools to be able to manipulate everyone to, to maintain that control. Um, AI is one of the tools that they're going to use. Again, I, I don't think AI is artificially intelligent. I think it's artificial information. Um, the, all of these uh, systems that they're creating are fed information. They're not reality. They're not going to be able to make decisions based on the things that we see outside because they are being restricted on their point of view. And so to be truly intelligent, you would have to be able to siphon through all of the information in the world and then be able to logically decide what things are false, what things are true, and, and then proceed from that. That is a truly wise person or a wise computer. Artificial intelligence is never going to reach that point. Now, can artificial intelligence be used or artificial information be used against you and manipulate you? Absolutely. If you're not intelligent enough to be able to see that artificial uh, information is not actually intelligence and you think that it's true information, then it will be able to manipulate you. But if you recognize up front that the information being fed to you is more than likely false, that it's propaganda, that it's being used to be able to in, to be able to uh, manipulate you to do whatever it is that these secret societies want you to do, then it causes them a problem. It, it causes it puts a, you know, a stop in their door because now their their little party is starting to be exposed and the people are actually getting more educated than the gods that think themselves that way. So, you know, most of these people in these societies are brainwashed themselves. They they grow up believing that they're better than the rest of the, the human populace. But what they will not acknowledge is that the reason is because they have held back truly educating the populace. They've held back educating all of the kids that are coming through school so that they all get out of school being dumb. What we need to strive for is a new education system that is going to educate the kids to be anything you want to be. 
there are all kinds of things that we could be doing, but by limiting our education and limiting the, our view of the world, they have manipulated us into, into thinking that we're not powerful enough to, to do or to live our lives and, and be free. They think that, you know, they have us believing that we need a government in order to, to keep us safe. And that's not what the way this country was was designed. And I'd argue is not the way any country should be designed. Every country should expose all of the information that it has to everybody in society and then let the let the the chips fall where they may. You know, let if, if you have one brilliant person that is, you know, doing something and he's working alone because everyone else around him are idiots, at least in his point of view, then he's always going to be limited or the society will be limited on the outcome of whatever it is he's working on. If everyone in society is freely given the information, maybe, maybe for example, I don't go down the same road that the, that the information came from. Maybe that information enters my brain in a completely different way and causes me to create something that no one has even dreamed of yet. You know, you, a, a billion imaginations is always going to be better than a thousand imaginations, no matter how the intelligence level goes. And so, in my opinion, opening up education for everyone and exposing the information, exposing the truth about everything is is the better way to go. And and it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of research. Um, and, and again, I'm not presenting this information as if any of it is fact. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, William Cooper and, and this book that he's written beyond a pale horse is filled with factual data. There's plenty of, of things that he has claimed in there that were obviously kooky. But at the end of the day, you cannot deny that we are being manipulated, that we have been manipulated and that we are being enslaved. And so the only way to not be a slave is to wake up and educate yourself. And that is what we need to focus on.